0: please
1: My Play Podcast, the Die Hard Youth Basketball Fan Podcast. Boy, we got a special one for you today. We always got the five of us on here, but we're moving D to the six-man role because we got Andre Dawkins on, 2010 national champion. Um, I'm going to get the hard-hitting questions out of the way first, Dre. How's the golf game looking <laughs> right now? I
2: uh, actually played this morning. Uh, shot 76. Um, TK so- said he could take you. Uh <laughs> I'd love to see that. I wanna see the battle man. <laughs> I'm not playing color or
3: anytime.
1: Uh yeah. yeah,
2: we'll
1: we'll we'll set that up uh next time you're uh you're back here in the triangle. But uh that's our first appreciate- national
3: champion on the podcast, yeah,
0: sure. by the way. This yeah, is, like, yeah, let's shout out to that. That's a special, this is the
1: special. first national champion
0: we've had on the podcast. Man. Well, I'm, I'm lucky
1: now that he's, uh, you know, shooting 76 out there. i got to work on my game. <laughs> um, no, Andre, I appreciate you uh, coming on, one of our, our favorite players. Uh, obviously, we've been trying to get you on the podcast for a little bit here. So one of the things as a fan uh, that I was lucky enough to do is be in Indianapolis for the 2010 National Championship. And the final four, the final four was a lot more enjoyable. Uh, but the national championship <laughs> game against Butler, I didn't enjoy a second of that as a fan, just stress level to the moon. As a player being there, being in the game, what was it like uh, for you? Was, what was your stress level uh, as a player in the game?
2: Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to kind of say as a player, just – And especially as a freshman, because I'm like, I don't know any better. Um, You know, uh, as far as I know, you know, you go to the tournament, you win every game, you know, you're in the national championship. (laughs) I guess this is just what happens. Um, But no, I mean, I think, you know, part of it is you're so focused on the game and the game plan and trying to and, you know, trying to make sure that stuff is happening correctly. Um, And, you know, that team especially was just such a possession by possession team. You know, we just just win, you know do this possession, do what you're supposed to do, this possession, move on to the next one. Um, And so, I don't know. I never really, I think it's, you know, a bit of naivete. Um, Just you don't really understand, like, what's going on. Like, this is the, you know, this is the national championship game. Um, And so, you know, it's just like, it's a game. They got 40 minutes, and we're trying to have more points at the end than the other team. Um, And so, yeah, I don't know if, like, I don't know if my stress levels were high. I mean, I and like stress levels are high in every game, I guess. So I'm, not to say that they weren't high. They just I don't know that they were elevated any higher than they normally are. You know, we hate we hated losing. Coach hate hates losing, um, and so you know it, it's more like a, being afraid of losing and what's going to happen <laughs> if we lose than anything <laughs> else. Um, so, so the
0: healthy yeah. fear. The healthy fear. When yeah, yeah. when uh <laughs> when coaches and players, you know, get in front of the media members and they say, Oh, just another game, just you know, mm-hmm. play tomorrow, you know, all, all the all the coach speak stuff, that's really real. Like that's that's how you walk into the national tent. that's how you take it onto the court. I mean, to an extent, yeah. I mean I
2: I think you do understand it is a little bit different, like you know, because there are 80,000 people here, it's not normally yeah. 80,000 people in an arena. <laughs> um, so, you know, there is a little bit of difference, but, you know, at the same time, I think you have to go into it thinking, you know, hey, it's 94 feet, right? Free throw line is 15 feet away, right? ball still uh, round and bouncy and the rim is mm-hmm. still, so, you know, just to keep yourself, um, you know, in the mindset that, you know, we're still playing basketball. Yes, stakes, yeah. are, stakes are raised. There are a lot more people, not more eyes on you. Um, but you know we're still doing the same thing we've done
0: 39 other times this year. <laughs> Just got to do it one more time and get a trophy at the end. Yeah, that's That's mentally, it mentally taxing. Like it yeah. takes a strong-minded individual <laughs> to be able to to compartmentalize well, that type of moment. You know?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think part of it, you know, to wear those four letters across your chest, you got to be decently mentally tough to begin with. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, and you know, to win, you know, to win five games. Uh, in the tournament in a row is it takes uh, takes a lot of mental fortitude as well. And that team, that team in general was just like um, the best team like up here that I played on at Duke. Um, you know, we were just, you know, you gave us time to prepare for somebody. There was no way they were going to beat us. Um, and that's just how that team was. And, and we prepared and, you know, we didn't have a ton of time to prepare. But like, I remember, uh, we played West Virginia. We win that game. <clears throat> we're back. We go back to the hotel and we're in film uh, getting ready for Butler. And, you know, that's just kind of the team that we had. And, uh, you know, shout out to the coaching staff, but especially the seniors on that team um, that was really like really focused on getting the job done. And, you know, that team that those seniors have been through everything. have been through first round loss, second round loss, we've yeah. seen loss and so You know, they had the they had an amazing sense of urgency that is I've I've never been on another team with that that level of that level of urgency. And it's just it's hard to it's hard to create without going through the things that they went through.
3: I was going to say, because I mean, you kind of talked about being a freshman and not really feeling that pressure. I feel like for the seniors, that's got to be enormous pressure because that's your very last chance. Like as a freshman, you're like, I could go two or three more times. As a senior, like this is it, and then everything they've been through, like you talked about, like just the the volatility with that team and how they progressed. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I
2: don't know that they necessarily put pressure on themselves as much as they were just they were determined not <laughs> to lose. Yeah. Um, because of the way you know, right? Like,
3: that's the most like determined I've, not I've, to I've... lose Duke team ever, man. I swear to God. I agree. Yeah. Like
2: yeah. I. I, you know, I've experienced it, right? That first round loss that they experienced their freshman year. Like, you know, you can't watch TV. Like, that's it. You can't watch TV for like a month. Uh, that's all they, that's all they want to show is Duke loss, Duke loss, Duke loss. Um, and then, you know, I think the, their junior year, well, the sophomore year, I think they lost in the second round junior year, I think they lost in Sweet 16. And I think, you know, it wasn't necessarily pressure, but it was just like, we aren't losing. Like, we're not losing again. Um And I I remember I I told this story on another podcast, but uh, this back when everybody had Blackberries, um, dating myself a little bit, but everybody had Blackberries and, um, you know, everybody was on Blackberry Messenger and you could put, you know, a status on Blackberry Messenger. And, you know, obviously John and I, um, you know, had each other's numbers. So we were on the Blackberry Messenger and he had his status after we lost to Maryland um, at Maryland to, you know, Gravis, Vasquez, and them on their senior night. Uh, his status was, was never losing again, and he had 10 exclamation points. And, you know, from that point, we had Carolina at home. Um, on senior night, we had three ACC tournament games. That was a games, game, so by the way. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had three ACC tournament games, and then we had six uh, NCAA tournament games. So, yep. he had an exclamation point for every game. And, That's And, you know, we – yeah, so we won the turn we won the Carolina game, dropped it to nine, won the ACC tournament, you know, dropped it every day for that. And so like, um, yeah, it's just like that team was so like so hell bent on on winning, it was it was almost uh almost inevitable, really.
1: Yeah, so in, in the twenty ten uh tournament, a lot of things that we talk about on the podcast, especially during the summer and the summer months we'll go through like our most underrated Duke players, underrated moments. But one of the things we always talk about are the two threes that you hit in the first half against Baylor were some of those underrated threes that Duke has had in a really, really long time. And it was coming off of a period where Carolina had won a couple of national champions championships, mm-hmm. you know? And so the pressure as, you know, Duke has to be even more elevated there. So, can you talk us through cause at that point in the game against Baylor, I remember we were kinda on the ropes a little bit. Your two threes kept yeah, yeah. in that game and allowed us to really progress in the second half.
2: Um, yeah, I mean it's it's funny, like people like you know, you mentioned it's underrated, but um I think like amongst our, our group of guys who was there, um I think we all kind of understand I mean I remember getting on the plane and going back home after that game and Wojo stopped me on the way back and I was like, you know, we're not going to Indianapolis unless you hit those threes. Um and so I think, you know, the guys in the game understand kinda of how the how the momentum flipped. Cause I think we were we were down nine or ten. Um yeah, it wasn't looking good. Their their zone was kind of frustrating us. Um and again, like me being a naive freshman, I'm like, oh, got the ball, I'm open, I gotta shoot it, like whatever. Um, so you know, when you, you know, you get in these high pressure situations, you just kinda of revert to what you know, I know how to shoot, I'm gonna shoot it. Um and so yeah, and I mean I think we, we made another play down the stretch at the end of the half and I think we ended up cutting it to one and I really you know, we really felt like, okay. We're 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 okay now. Um and you know, then you know, second half happened, Nolan kinda goes crazy, Lance makes a couple of really big plays and that's just kind of how that team was. It was just yeah. someone someone someone's gonna do it. Uh it may you know, it may not be Nolan every time, may not be Kyle every time, may not be John every time, but someone's gonna do it. And, you know, that's to win those to win six straight games in the tournament, like you gotta have one game that you're like, ugh. Ah uh, that, that I don't know if we're gonna win this one, and that was that was our game where it was like that could that could have been the one that derailed us um, and you know we were just able to make enough plays to get through and that Baylor team was really
0: really good. I always talk about that uh championship team is death by a thousand cuts, like mm-hmm. not the most flashy basketball, but I mean they are they just eat you down mm-hmm. and and that's what y'all did like you. You got down on defense, you prided yourself on defense, you protected the rim, and then you didn't turn the ball over. Yeah. It was a very methodical just, like I said, death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, I mean, I think
2: that's, like, credit to our personnel, the guys we had, like a bunch of older guys. Um, you know, John led the nation in to turnover ratio. Um and playing out of position right He mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It. he's a scorer more than he was a point guard um but you know just again just guys stepping up and just doing whatever was necessary to win and um that's just that was that was the team's mo. It's like you know like you know you look at like a lance thomas and who he was in high school as opposed to you know who he was as a senior like very we different didn't call any place. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't call any plays for Lance. You know, we didn't call any plays for Zeus, but they didn't care. Like, they, you know, they were going to set screens. They were going to rebound. They were going to defend. And, you know, they understood that if we do this and we do our role well, um, you know, we'll we'll win. And, you know, and, you know, they can walk into Cameron for the rest of their lives and look up in the end zone and say, you know, I, I did, you know, I helped do that.
1: Yeah, so coming come to Duke, you, go ahead. Uh, but AC, I know you wanted to talk about. Uh, I know you're you're a Virginia guy, so you want to get the Virginia stuff in. Yeah, um, so go ahead. Yay. get it done.
3: Yeah, no, nah, yeah, sir. <laughs> That's,
1: what's <up.
3: laughs> That's what's up. So I'm up here in Aspirin area, right? So you you were born? In, were you born in Fairfax? You lived there
2: for a little bit. Fairfax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was born in Fairfax. Lived in Manassas for a little while. So. Okay.
3: That's a up, man. DMV, man. DMV represents it, Duke all Right day. now, man. All day, all day.
2: Yeah, <laughs> hey, We got a pipeline right now. Yes, yeah, no, the, the
3: Paul VI Six pipeline up here is wild.
2: It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but um, I mean, I know you. You started kind of skyrocketing as a recruit, just because I remember following this kind of as a sophomore that year mm-hmm. before you reclassed in or whatever. And you went. You went, Stephen Pleasure, man. Stephen Pleasure, shouts out. That dude was a beast, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah that dude was a baller. Yeah,
3: y'all were killing teams in Virginia, man, killing them. But it was it was great. Mm-hmm. But like, what what was your experience with the recruiting? Like, once you kind of started skyrocketing, like, who was the first who was the first school that came after you? And then, you know, and obviously Duke came uh, in at some point.
2: Yeah, I mean, like first first school was probably like freshman year. Uh, it was Old Dominion because um, I used to go up there and play pickup uh, in the summertime with some of their guys. So you know, they got to see me, and it was local and i mean i think they kind of knew like we're not you know he's not gonna come to me and and that's no disrespect to odu um but you know they they i think they they kind of like if you want to come here you can come like my freshman year so that was kind of like my first uh uh, yeah yeah (laughs) um that was kind of like my first experience with with recruiting and then i remember um I think it was after, after my freshman year in the summer, you know, it was going on the camp trail and- mm-hmm. um there you were was Pangos a, day, a couple times, right? Yeah, I went to Pangos. I think after my freshman year, I went to, I forget what it was called, but it was a freshman, a sophomore, Nike showcase in St. Louis. Um, and there was a day that coaches could call, could start calling, like you couldn't, you know, you couldn't talk to coaches. Um Until a certain day in the summer after your freshman year. And so I was at this camp and the day the day they could call was the next day. And the day before I like I lost my phone at the camp, like I lost it in the van or something. That's my and So I was luck. so mad. <laughs> yeah. I was so upset. That's I was my i miss all the calls. All these coaches are going to call. I'm going to miss them. And like, I'm not going to answer. It's going straight to voicemail because it's dead. And, you know, I was all worried and stuff. Um, but, you know, I eventually found my phone and I had a bunch of voicemails <laughs> from coaches. Um, and it's actually funny. Um, Chuck Giselle, who was at um, Maryland at the time with uh, Coach Williams, um, called called my house at midnight specifically to just say uh we were the first you know we were the first to reach out um so i you know yeah so i always appreciated that and my parents thought that was they had mixed
0: feelings. Cause it was I was going to say, oh, so inappropriate. Inappropriate, <laughs> and I you got super late. Why are you calling my son this so late? you, well, don't you know, know, yeah,
1: right. Gary was probably at the bar at that time. So it's me. inappropriate. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, some
2: class, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, that was interesting. And, um, yeah, I had a voicemail from Coach. Um, and I was like, oh, I can't believe I missed Coach's call. Um, but, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of a whirlwind. It's kind of, you know, it was a lot. Um you know, between unofficial visits and things like that. I had a coach forget my name. Um, yeah, I went – I won't say who, but I went to a school twice. <laughs> who was high on – they were high on my list. Yeah. I went in – I went in August for a football game. Um, and, you know, they did the whole spiel. We'd love to have you here, man. We think you. you do great things here, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, man, this is great. And I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, and they were probably – Probably one so, B. So it was
0: Virginia it was. Tech.
3: I was gonna say, just please don't tell me it was Virginia <laughs> it Tech. Was Virginia please Virginia don't tech. Say it. Yes. it was
0: Virginia Tech. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, so at that time it was, time it, was. It, was <laughs> it was
2: At that time. It was, was, uh, was Duke and then this school was like it was like one A, one B. And oh. I went back. I went back that season. Um and fun fact. Fun fact about all my unofficial visits for games, I always went to Duke games. So I guess that should probably – should have told the coaches something. But um, I go back for Duke games during the regular season. Um, Watch the game. They actually ended up beating Duke. Uh, So they're super excited. I go down to the locker room, um, talking to the assistant coach, standing outside. The coach is talking to the team. Coach comes out, uh, and he – Introduces himself. He's like, "Hey, Coach So and So, nice to meet you." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, uh, you're all Greenberg. It so was like, Greenberg. Yeah, I, never, I promise you, it sounds like I Virginia never, Tech. Uh, <laughs> I, I won't. I'm not going to say who it was. was they Greenberg. don't. It was Virginia Tech. They, <laughs> they, they do not have a job anymore. But um, look, back,
3: <laughs> look, man, I went to I Virginia Tech. That was I my school." Say, and I know exactly who it is.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I, <laughs> I know exactly who it is. I can neither you know. confirm nor deny uh, these allegations. This is why he didn't but, get, he didn't get uh, Seth Curry they, or Steph Curry. They, uh, who they, Curry. No longer, they are no longer uh, head coaches anymore. But, um, yeah, so they got crossed off my list. So that made my decision a little bit easier. Um, and... I was actually really I was really high on Maryland Chuck Izzo like almost single-handedly got me to go to Maryland. Um I was a big fan of his and then Georgetown was on my list as well. Um They just you know, come out the final four that time at
3: point in time I think, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, they had gone to the final four. Well, you know, a lot of history up there. Um you know, DC area. I got a lot of family up there, so um they were on my list, but like, it was uh, honestly, it was always, you know, people always say, well, where would you go? If it wasn't, I was I was always going to go to Duke. Um, and so that was, that was, that was just always the goal from like eighth grade. Like that was my goal. And, um, you know, I just kept playing until, you know, just kept working until, um, you know, it, it eventually happened. Obviously it takes a little bit of luck as well, but, um, yeah, they offered after my sophomore, my sophomore year going into my junior year. Um, they offered in like June or July, and I was going to wait. I was going to drag it out a little bit, and um, my dad was like, for what? And I was like, yeah, you're right, <laughs> uh, So, yeah, I called Woj, um, called Woj and committed. He was super excited, and um and then I was done, which was nice because, you know, phone stops ringing, mail stops coming in. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my recruitment story. Um, and I was also Wait. always waiting for them to find out that I wasn't that good at basketball.
4: <laughs> <laughs> come on. But, um, <laughs> let come let on, me man. Uh, let
0: ask a follow-up on that, Dre, if you don't mind. Um, yep. Let's talk reclass for a minute. Uh Mm-hmm. Us as us as a group, we you know we've been talking a little bit about it this week, and uh, j- talk about how you uh, came to decision to to reclass, or who asked you to reclass, and um, if you don't mind going into a little depth of why you eventually decided to reclass.
2: Yeah, so I mean, my situation um, is kind was kind of unique. Um, So I start, you know, I started school early, um, in kindergarten. so I started high school at 13 and so it's 13 turning 14. Um, and so I did my freshman year and then, uh, you know, I was talking to my dad a little bit and it was like, you know, you're kind of young trying to do the college basketball thing. You know, maybe it makes sense to, to reclass back a year. Um, so I had two freshman years. So I transferred schools, went to a private school, did my freshman year again, um, which put me in the grade that I should have been in to begin with. Um, so I was, a, you know, I was a year younger than everybody, and then so I went freshman, freshman, sophomore, uh, committed to Duke. Um, did my junior year, and then I was gonna go. I was gonna go somewhere else. Um, just you know, my high school was kind of. Uh, Just not the best competition, (laughs) I guess. I would say say it's okay. Um, Yeah, so I mean, like you know, our conference, like we didn't, we didn't. I think we had one conference game in my three years that was um, competitive. Inside of ten points, Uh, we never lost a conference game. So, you know, just wanted to go, you know, go do something else to get prepared for college. Um, So I was like a couple papers away from going to Hargrave, um, Hargrave military Academy, uh, which, which would have been interesting for me, but, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, and I remember, I remember like it was yesterday. I'm sitting on my, sitting on my couch, uh, in the living room and news pops up. Uh, I think Gerald had already declared for the draft and then, you know, it's breaking news, Ellie Williams transferring from Duke. Um, uh, and you know, I turned to my dad, and I'm like, man, they only got two guards on the roster. And I'm like, we, you know, we're leaving Langshores anyway. Well, let's just go to Duke. I was like completely kidding. And he took it a bit more seriously than I was taking it. Um <laughs> and so he's like, Oh, yeah, great idea. Uh I was like, Okay. Um, yeah, so then he like he calls Woj and you know basically just gauges their interest. Um and you know, I was just like, uh, if we can make that happen, let's make that happen. And so it, it kind of, like, it happened, like, really, really quickly. And, um, you know, because I, I was a good student, I had been ahead, you know, my whole high school career. Um, I only needed, only needed an English credit. Like, that was my last um, core class. Like, everything else was going to be electives my senior year. Um, so I just needed an English credit to graduate. And um, my high school Atlantic Shores was really cool about it and, you know, helped me figure it out. Um, and I actually took a, an English class um, from University of Missouri online. Um, don't ask me how it worked. I don't I don't know. My mom found it and was like, this will count as a credit. And so I did that over a couple of weeks. Um,
0: We're not a out, man. We believe you. No, li- listen. <laughs> it, it,
2: hey, hey. Uh, she's my mom. Is an educator, so she wasn't. You know, she didn't play, so she she did all her research and went through the clearinghouse and all that stuff and got it okay. Uh, so I yeah I took an online class, University of Missouri over the summer. uh Played in nationals in uh, Orlando, um, and then was at school like three weeks later. So
0: um yeah, it was kind of was. It was really crazy. Yeah. So, so the, the way the dominoes fell with with Gerald going to the NBA and and Elliot get getting like allowed to go to Memphis without missing a year, <clears throat> it just opened the door for you to jump in there. Yeah, it was and it never was, the plan. Like, the it, was, and it was, was like a no, bl- like a no brainer at, yeah. at that point, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the plan um, at all. It was never the plan. You know, the plan was to go to Hargrave, and, you know, the coaches knew about it, and they, they were cool. They were like, yeah, that's a good idea. Um And, yeah, then it just kind of snowballed once Elliot left. Um And, yeah, you know, Coach K says, like, hey, do you want to come a year earlier to do the And I'm going to be like, nah, I'm good, Coach. I'm like, Don't tell, no, right? yeah, Don't tell yeah, Coach no. That's <laughs> uh, yeah, dumb. So, uh <laughs> uh, yeah, we figured it out, got it done and started college. Um Great 17. Yeah. So I got a, Yeah, got a ring out of it. So <laughs> Yes Lord. <laughs> I got I got a question. I
0: got a question for you, Dre, real quick. Uh, uh so I'm big on like leadership and things like that. So and I know, you know, dealing with somebody like Coach K as ultimate leader, everybody's you know, pretty much everybody's goat. Um what are some of the the things that you saw
2: at your time uh at Duke uh with coach carry as far as like leadership wise and, and what are some of the things that you apply that you learned from him to your life now? Um, I think one of the big things is um, it's like next play mentality. Like he, you know, he preached that like, you, know, you mess up, move on to the next thing. Right. And, so, and that's not like, that's not basketball specific. That's, that's life. Right. We're going to mess up. We're going to slip, fall, right. Get up, and learn from it move on to the next thing um and that's something i preach to teams that i coach um and it's something that i've kept um kind of in my mind throughout just life in general it's like you know get up move on to the next thing and and not to say that you um that things you know don't make an impact the thing that you don't um not that you can't be upset about something. Not that you can't um, learn from it, right? But right, learn from it. Be upset. Learn from it. Okay, now let's move on to the next thing. Um, and that, that was that was a big thing um, that I learned. And just like his 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 work ethic, like there's a reason, um, you know, for four decades he had Duke at the top, um, just because he like he that dude worked his butt off. Like, I mean, I don't. I'm talking, you know, we're getting back at 3, 4 in the morning from a place. Um, we're all tired, you know, going back home, trying to get some sleep, and he's going into his office to watch film, um, you know, and that's at 60-something years old. So, uh, you know, he never he never, lo- he never lost that fire. He always had that fire and that work ethic. And, um, you know, just being around and hearing stories about guys who are at the top of, um, their respective fields whether coaches playing business whatever it's all it's always the same it's like them dudes work their butts off um, and you know coaches no different
5: yeah i, I want to go off that a little bit and kind of expand um now andre i'm not not sure how many people listening know the whole whole background but you were away from the team for a year your uh, your senior mm-hmm. year at Duke you came back as a graduate student. Um, So what was that like just for you reintegrating with a team that was different in a lot of ways? And also like, how, how did coach K, um, how did coach K help you through that
2: and kind of lead? Um, Yeah, it was, it was, it was different, like um, going into that year and it was a, Really, A lot of new faces, right, for me, you know, typically, you know, you're going from year to year, you're seeing a lot of the, you're seeing the same faces, um, especially not seeing the guys that I've been with for three years, you know, Seth and Ryan, Mason. Um, so, you know, it, it was different and and feeling a bit, definitely felt like a little bit disconnected, almost like I was a new, I was a freshman almost all over again, like, you know, there's all these new faces, new stuff. Um, but you know, I still had an understanding of like how the program worked and how how coach wanted things run and how um how to do things and so it took a little bit for me to kind of get back into the groove a bit. But um I mean I think the biggest thing is just, you know, the way coach helped is just like let me be. Um if that makes any sense, like, hey you're 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 back, you're a part of the team, you're a part of the team. Like and that's you know, no, there's no. Uh, I don't know. I feel like sometimes worst thing you do is like, "Hey, are you are you are you all right? You all right?" You're like, no, nah, just yeah. let me. Like, I'm I'm okay. Like, let me just like I'm back. Let me just play, and you know, they let me do that. So, um, I think that was the biggest help. And you know, I think the year off was needed. It was necessary um, for me, even though I didn't really know um, that I needed it if that makes any sense. But, um, you know, looking back, it was, you know, it was, it was a good decision for me because basketball had become like a burden. Um, and it was, it, you know, it was difficult to get up every day and go to practice. Um, and which is crazy to think about just because like, this is what I wanted to do for so long. I wanted to be, I wanted to I wanted to play basketball at Duke. I wanted to be a Duke basketball player. And that was, that had become like, I hated it. I hated, it. I hated basketball. I hated going in every day. Um, I just, you know, I couldn't wait for it to be done. And so, you know, having that year away, uh, being able to get my mental health together and um, all that was good. And I was able to, you know, kind of get that love for basketball back um, because, you know, it was gone and um, yeah, it's just necessary. And, um, it was it was weird. Like it was really weird. Um just being a regular student. I'm like, man, y'all have so much free time. Y'all have no idea, <laughs> have no idea. Like, <laughs> uh, uh I didn't I didn't I didn't know what to do with myself most of the time. So um Yeah
1: well, that's, that's when you, that's when you golf. started golfing, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's how I picked up golf, it's cause I was like, dude, I don't know what to do. Um right. you know, I'd be, I'd finish class at like ten and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Yeah. yeah, I don't
0: have anything. Else. Uh, yeah, as,
5: as a recent college graduate, a lot of a lot
0: of free time. Yeah, Dre, I heard that year off. You didn't touch a basketball. Like you didn't, you, you didn't, uh, you didn't do any shoot arounds. You didn't really dribble. Like you just, like like TK said, you started playing golf. Like you completely separated yourself from the sport. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do a ton of
2: basketball. I was like. I never went into the facility um, and not that like, they were like, you can't ever come in. And I just was like, I just didn't really have an interest in coming in. And, you know, to be honest for, you know, that first half of the year, I wasn't, I didn't know if I was going to, uh, was going to play again. Right. Which was part, you know, part of, our, part of the reason I finished, you know, finished my degree, um, and did all that just because I don't, you know, I was like, I don't know. I don't really know what's next, so um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't do a whole lot of basketball, and then um, as the as the year kind of came to a close, I started getting back into the gym uh, on my own, and then um, you know, obviously, got back in with the team. Over the, spent the whole summer working out because uh, you know, spending a year away from basketball doesn't really do a whole lot for you athletically so it's a different shape uh, right it's a different
3: shape yeah yeah so i
2: had to had to spend the summer getting myself right um figuring all that out so i got one more did you have to do the conditioning mile when you came back uh they actually like did away with the mile my junior year which was nice (laughs) Um, i hated the mile hated the mile so, I, I got some. It's one of my least. I'd rather sprint. Like, like we're going to do, like, if we we're going to run 16-22s, like, I'll do that all day before I do a mile. So, I got something for you, Dre. Um, I know you, you coach high school basketball right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you ever uh, plan on uh, making a jump uh, into the college ranks? Um. Well, listen, John knows if he calls, I'll answer. Um <laughs> So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I, I would. Um, you know, it's got to be the right place. You know, I'm not, I don't I don't know I don't that. Wanna I want to Sooners, uh, I don't wanna see you on the sideline with the, the Sooners, man. I want to see you on the Sooners on the
0: sideline, bro. I
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> they, they know you're uh, you in Oklahoma right, know, now. Oklahoma right now. now.
0: If you end yeah. up on that Duke bench, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> 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 that's, yeah, that's basically um, what I was getting at.
2: <laughs> yeah uh yeah. yeah i mean i i you know i i love you know i love duke. duke's done so much for me uh i've loved duke since i was a kid um you know duke is like you know being back in durham is like being home and so um yeah i'd welcome the opportunity but yeah maybe at some point um you know it may not maybe maybe i'd be duke maybe somewhere else but uh yeah, maybe at some point. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm only, I'm in my second year, going into my second year as a yep. high school head coach. So I'm still trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm having fun. I enjoy being back around the game. Uh, I enjoy giving back, um, especially to, to younger guys and, um, you know, trying to help them grow as, mostly as humans, but, you know, as basketball players mm-hmm. as well. So, um Yeah, it's been fun. It's been, it's, it's been great. Like we got great people at the school I'm working at. So, um, you know, just looking forward to continue to be around the game and whatever capacity that may be.
1: Yeah. So, so talking Duke, I'm sorry, Jack, I was going to say, you know, kind of talking Duke and seeing if we can switch gears just a little bit. um, Obviously John Shire just had his first year. He's coming into his second year. What are you expecting from this team now that he has another year under his belt and had all these guys come back? I mean, our expectation across the board here is kind of final four or bust with this group. Um, from your perspective, you know, I know we're fans. We're super fans. We we're that we um, but from, from your perspective as a former player and not only that, but as a former teammate of the head coach now, you know, what are your kind of feelings toward this team coming up?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of John. Um, you know, since getting to play with him and you know, he's a giant reason why I have a big fat ring sitting in my closet right now. So, um, you know, I'll I'll forever be indebted to him for that. But um I mean I mean I'm excited for this team. I mean for uh you know, a team like Duke to, you know, lose nobody to the portal in this day and age. Um, you know, keep multiple guys who would have been draft picks um in this year's draft you know, flip would have been a first rounder. Um, like Mark may have been a first rounder. Um, so to keep multiple guys like that, um, you know, is a testament to what he's been able to, um, what he's been able to do already. And, you know, it seems like the guys love to play for him. Um, you know, he's killing it on the recruiting trail. He's got a great group of guys, as uh, assistant coaches who are out there recruiting. And so, um, I think what he did, you know, in his first season, is was pretty impressive. Uh, win the ACC championship in year one, um, and you know, get you know, get a bit unlucky in the second round of the tournament, um, right? With Mark going down, and then just playing a really tough Tennessee team, um, old, you know, yeah. really tough physical team, um, which was always going to give us some trouble. Um, you know, I think. You know, Year one was a resounding success in my book for him. Yeah. Uh especially because just you know, the way they started was kinda of shaky and then, you know, you could kind of yes. see them, you know, turning it around and growing and you know, they had to battle through injuries the whole season, you know, with uh DeRique being hurt for a big chunk of the year. So, um I was impressed with the job he did last year and I think, you know, year one to year two, um is typically in players where you see the biggest jump. And so I think, you know, for him as a coach, I think he'll see a jump as well. And not just because, you know, it's year one or year two, but uh, just knowing John and the competitor that he is and uh, how hard he works. You know, know, I know that side of him as a player, and I know he's that same person as a coach. And so you know, I know he's, I know he's working his butt off. I know he's, um, uh, doing everything he can to, you know, make this team as good as they can be. And so I'm, I'm excited. I think they're going to have a really good year. Um, and you know, it's just, there's no real, no real holes. I mean, I guess we don't have a, a lively type, you know, a daring lively type this year, but, um, other than that, man, I think you know from one to five, it's all really good, really deep. You know, it seems like they should be able to go nine, ten deep. You know, which is kind of new for you know kind of new. You know, you know, coaches. You know, coach had a you know much tighter rotation. You know, he liked to play about eight guys, but you know, I think they you know they go nine, ten deep, play a bit more up tempo, a little bit more pace. You know, maybe get to some pressing and things like that. I think, um, you know, they'll be a hard team to beat over 40 minutes.
3: Do you see some elements from your 09 uh, 10 squad with John there with what he kind of did with this team last year, at least? Because, I mean, they, they were another slow paced team, beat you with, ex- try to beat you with execution on offense, all that whole thing. Like, do you see some elements? Because just as a fan, it looks like there might be some elements that you could make yourself see as a player. I mean, you know the difference. Like,
2: yeah, um, no, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think the 2010 team was probably a lot, a lot more boring than the last year's <laughs> team was. Uh, you
0: know, just that was the best boring team probably, I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, no yeah, exact exactly yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Um, I'll take boring the, big dude. the championship. That's the big
3: dude yeah.
2: in the gym with the goggles. that just never makes a mistake. hmm Yeah, that's that was our group. Um, ball fake, ball fake. Yeah. you <laughs> Yeah. Uh super fundamental, all that good stuff. Um yeah, I mean, you know, we were probably not a super fun team to watch on T V in twenty ten, admittedly, but um whatever. We you know, we did what we needed to do. Never. I thought mean, okay, this was um,
0: awesome, dude. I'm gonna be honest right. with you. <laughs> I, loved, I loved it. I, I was in fourth it. grade uh, and I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I think
2: I think I the elements it that are similar. It's kind of like our, our philosophy on offense that year was just, um, you know, we weren't doing a ton of like ISOs and like, Hey, you know, we're going to dribble down ball screen, you know, like, you know, like, right. Like get the best
3: shot. Yeah. It's just, yeah, we're going to move around. Like we had,
2: we had, um, like we ran actions that year and not so much plays. Like, And, you know, what I mean is, like, there's a – we're going to go set a down screen, right? Like, that's the action that starts everything. And then, like, maybe he curls. Maybe he backdoors, and then you pop, and you hit, and you're dribble handoff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as opposed to a play, a play is you're going to do this, you're going to do this, and you're going to screen for him, and the ball's going to go here. Like And, this is that's a play to me. But, like, we ran more, like, actions. Okay, boom, you know. Back screen hit. Up. Who knows what's yeah. gonna happen? Um, and it's just you know. I think that's that's something similar um, to how John's kind of running the team, where it's just yeah, that's what it you know, looked like. Defense, yeah, make the defense just make whatever the defense does be the wrong decision. Right? You react they, they to play what this the way gives you. Right. Yeah. They play this way. That's wrong because we're going to do this. They play it that way. That's wrong because we're going to do this. Um, And that's kind of what we did in 2010. Like, you know, I think back to even like the, uh, that shot John hit against Georgia Tech to basically win the game in ACC tournament championship. Wasn't really like, it wasn't like, Hey, we're coming down and we're hitting John for a three. It was just like, Oh, John's open for a three. We'll knock it down. Like, if, you know, if Nolan had come open for a three, it would have been Nolan coming up, you know. So um, that's just kind of how we played offense. And, you know, that's kind of why it was so difficult for us to guard. You know, you got three guys average 15 um, because you don't know, like, is it Kyle this time down? Is it Nolan this time down? Is it John this time down? So, um, yeah, I think that's kind of some of the stuff he's trying to incorporate the, into the offense.
1: Yeah, so for for that year, I get the, the comparison. Uh, this year, kind of like you said, they, they go nine, possibly ten deep. They got a lot of shooters, a lot of playmakers. I've been pretty bullish on the fact that I think Tyrese Prother is going to be the ACC player of the year. I think he's that good. Um, I, I, I really believe that he's going to be the best point guard in the country. I, I'm going to die on that sword. But having said that, you know, from... That would be
2: a good thing for us.
1: That would be great. Um, So from (laughs) your freshman year to your sophomore year, um, talk about the difference in those two teams. You bring in Kyrie Irving, you know, Seth Curry's now off the red shirt here. You're loaded with shooters. Nolan Smith, you know, obviously ends up being the ACC player of the year because Kyrie went down. I feel like that might be a good comparison too from your freshman year to your sophomore year with John's team from last year. And now this year, where I think he's going to try to get an up and down pace team with a lot of threes, and and you know it's going to be much higher scoring.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Sophomore year was you know, by far the most talented team I we had that when I was there. He um, had the up and under against Michigan and, State,
3: man. I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I, that was like. Blind, like hope it goes in. You didn't even um, look. No, yeah, I was. I didn't know what else to do, so I just. Like, <laughs> you had to do I did something. Yeah, the game was, I was crazy. I was in the air. Yeah, um, but yeah, that year, I mean, um, yeah, we, we were super deep, and you know, I'll die on this hill. We go thirty-nine and one at worst if Kyrie's healthy the whole year. Yeah, um, thank you. Because like in, you know, those first eight games, like we hadn't even we hadn't even figured it out yet. You know, we were still turning it over a bunch. Um you know, we had like Nolan and Kyrie hadn't really figured hadn't figured their thing out. Um and just as a team, like we were we weren't there like we were and we were we were damn good, but we still like we still hadn't quite like reached where we um would you know would have ended up and then you know he obviously goes down. Um, and that changed the team a bit. And then, you know, Nolan goes front and center, which, I mean, Nolan was front and center anyway, but, um, you know, just on, he just like just went to another level. And, you know, Nolan put on one of the best, um, had one of the best seasons ever. Like, <laughs> you did, know, did y'all expect points. that
3: from him that season? Did y'all expect him to even like with even with Kyrie there? Did y'all expect him to make that leap, or was that kind of like, oh, that's different?
2: Uh, I don't know. Well, For me, like, I don't. To me, it wasn't like a leap um, because I had seen Nolan every day the year before, and yes, he was he was better he was better his senior year for sure, but he was really good his his junior year, <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know, but. He didn't have he didn't have to be senior Nolan Smith, right? right? Junior Nolan Smith had had to be a different player because of the team, and you know, so senior Nolan Smith, especially once Kyrie goes down, has to be different. Um, you know, we need we needed him to be you know twenty points, five rebounds, five assists, and you know, and that's what he did. And you know, it's just like he he was he was amazing <laughs> that year. Yeah. Like he was. He did some some amazing stuff, um, you know, like the show he and Seth put on against mm-hmm. Carolina. At yeah, home it was that year, I was just about
1: that. That was fun.
0: Um was the
1: loudest and, he's ever heard right? And one? Seth was
0: hurt, too, a lot, man. I mean, it, he had, like, broke legs or shin splints or something like that that year, right? Uh,
2: yeah, his, no, his Fractures year, His last whatever. year. His oh, last last year that. His, yeah, his last year, his legs were hurt. That year, he was pretty healthy. Um, Thank God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no – yeah yeah nolan was nolan was awesome that year and um yeah it was just it was it was just it was a little bit of a different group like we were a bit more fast paced we were more offensive minded um we we're more like we're gonna outscore you as opposed to you know freshman year you're just not you're not gonna score we're gonna get to sixty first and beat you um sophomore year we're gonna get to eighty first and beat you, and um you know I think it's just another like credit to coach and being able to say like okay we're going to do something different. You know, a lot of coaches, um, I feel like get stuck on like, this is my system. This is what we do, uh, regardless of the personnel. Um, and I think that's one of the things that made coach so good is like, said hey, that we've lot. got, we've got, you know, 2010, we've got eight guys we can play like seven and a half. Cause I was some but, um, You know, we've got eight guys we can play, so we're going to play this way. You know, we're going to play slow. We're going to lock you down in defense. We're going to get to 61st. Then, right, sophomore year, we got eight, nine guys we can play. Now we can go a little bit deeper, play a little bit faster. So we're going to get to 81st and win. And so his ability to adapt, depending on um, his personnel, is, you know, one of the traits that I think made him really good.
1: And do you see John having that same type of mentality that he's going to make his system? be dependent on the personnel that he has for that particular year? Or do you think that he has more of a, you know, system that he wants to implement every year that's kind of similar? Uh, what do you see from him on that?
2: Um, I don't know because we've only seen one year. So <laughs> um, looking for uh, we'll though. see, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, no, I mean, I think he, I think he's going to be adaptable. I mean, um, I'm sure he, he, I'm sure he understands that, um, you know, especially being kind of a hearing coach. Most, most of the times you see is like the older coaches that are like, we're going to do it this way and this way, and we're just going to do it that way. And this is how we do it. And back in the day we did it this way. So we're going to keep doing it that way. And it's, it's like, okay, dude. Um, but yeah, no, I think you know <laughs> the, the younger, the younger generation of coaches, um, it's probably a bit more adaptable. And I think, um, yeah. He'll adjust, he'll adjust to his team. And I mean, I think he said as much in press conferences, he, I think he said he sees this team as more of a, um, you know, more of a early two thousands type, um, team, you know, which was more up-tempo press you full court. Um, and, you know, we, have, I think we have the athletes for, you know, with, uh, you know, Tyrese is obviously a really good defender. Mark's a hell of a defender. Um, you know, we got Jayla Blake, as and Caleb <laughs> Foster. Yes, um so it's like, you know, we got we have the guys that we can you know, we can put pressure on you, get you know, and then make you play a little bit faster. Uh, and I think we have the athletes on the outside that'll that'll thrive in that as well, you know.
0: So um should be a fun should be a fun group to watch. I feel I, I feel like John also brings a commitment to defense. And that's a, mm-hmm. that's something that Duke's been lacking for a long time in my opinion, but that's the last um, yeah, thing. Yeah, they were really good on
2: defense and, and they have really good defenders. Um, and yeah, so that's definitely credit to him because, you know, that's, that's it's a lot of coaching. I mean, there's, there's also a part of like, you got to have guys who want to play defense. Like you can't really, you can't coach a guy who doesn't want to play defense. Yeah, right. Uh, I say speaking, that defense speaking defense is from about experience. effort. Defense yeah, is about yeah, effort. Right. I say that uh, a lot. Yeah, you can't you can't really coach effort and uh, but um you know it's about you know, that's part of part of recruiting is like, hey, you know, we've got you know, these great guys, these top ten, top twenty, whatever guys, but you know, do they come in and 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 fit you know what it is that we're trying to do and it seems like um, they've been able to do that. Not only get the not only get really good players, but really good players who wanna do what it takes to win.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um so again, appreciate you coming on. We want to end it with this. And we already talked about at the beginning of the show a couple of the clutch threes that you hit, biggest some of the biggest threes in Duke History, uh, humbly. Um so we wanted to kinda of ask you um some of we're we'll going around the room here, um, some of your in your opinion, the most clutch shooters in Duke history? Top five. Um, top
3: five.
1: Top five clutch shooters in Duke history. And I know you can leave off Marshall Plumley because he's the highest, you know, percentage wise. Uh, <laughs> <and 100%, laughs> but uh, outside of him, um, you know, do you have a, a top five clutch shooters uh, for Duke?
2: Um, well, you can't start anything that has clutch in it. At Duke, without Christian Leighton, here um, he's. I mean, that goes without saying. Uh, you got you got to throw JJ on the list. Um, uh, I would throw. I'm throwing Bobby Hurley on there because I think, you know, he probably hit the biggest shot in history of Duke basketball um, against UNLV. So he's got to be on the list. Um, well, who are the other two? You can say Jay Dawkins. Yeah. That's fine.
3: Yeah. No, okay to I'm say Andre Dawkins. Put your name somewhere. out there. <laughs>
2: um, no. Uh, Trajan. Um he hit some he hit some massive shots um in his career. I wish he had hit one more in ninety nine. Um but yeah, love Trajan. Uh, let me see. Let me get one more. Um Tyre Stones. Okay.
4: I like I love that list. Oh. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I
1: like Jack, you had so. your own list, right?
5: I did. Uh, it kind of shifts every time I think about it, but I mean, I you, like Andre said. You gotta, you gotta have Leitner on a clutch list. It's just you, you yeah. can't not. Um, and then also Tyus. I'm gonna go Cam Reddish. He had some huge moments. The FSU game, the Louisville game. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, don't he's, he's it. a local don't guy. I, I love Kill a Cam. Um, so I gotta. <laughs> Got to rep my area when I can. And then there's three. I, I'm going to add Trey as well because he had he had his moments.
3: Yeah. That UNC game. Yeah.
5: UNC. The Virginia Tech game is freshman year in the tournament, too. Yeah. You yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That that's four. Okay. Um,
0: give me Dunleavy from 01. Championship. Okay. We're going to take all mine. I got you. <laughs> that's fine. Sorry. Hey, dude. That's fine. That's fine. No, uh, like we like we were talking about earlier, guy. I mean, I joke, but I, I think a lot of these lists are going to be the same. You got to give me Dun Levy, those threes, and oh, I got to uh, get and Shane then, Battier though. on the list too because Shane Battier hit so many big shots Can I get five? <laughs> <Get> now <fun? laughs> <laughs> nah,
5: you'll get one and you'll yeah. like it.
0: Yeah, give me Dun <laughs> Levy. Give me JJ. You got to go, tie a stones. I, I mean, and. Honestly, Grayson Allen, same game and the Michigan State game. Uh, I like Cam Reddish for a final shot too. That was that took big that took big marbles to take that shot against Florida State. AC Hooty up. I don't really
3: have anybody a lot different than you guys. I gotta add Dre Dawkins to the list, man. Come on. Georgia Tech. Baylor, yeah, hitting Rafford anybody it. who hits Rafford with six threes, give me that. All day long, bro.
2: I appreciate it. Nah
3: man, shame, man. Daniel Ewing, we talked about that earlier. Daniel Ewing, yep, man. Yep. He was a beast.
1: Pablo, you got anybody that we haven't mentioned yet?
2: Uh I mean, you guys know for me it's a, it's Trajan Langdon, uh Man, Jay You said Chris Collins, right? Chris Collins. Definitely Chris Collins. I did mention Chris Collins earlier.
0: Oh, Luke Kennard. We talked about Luke Kennard. Luke. Luke Kennard. A weight game. Yeah. He was a monster. Yep. That's it for me. Yeah. TK, what about you?
1: Yeah, no, I was just – I mean, you know, Dre, you said, you know, John hasn't given you a call yet, possibly because you didn't have him on the plus shooters list. That could be it. That's probably uh, – it. Mean, I, I think he was
3: waiting on the podcast
2: to come out. So. I'm
1: sure, I mean, he
2: was. It sure he was. Yeah, I'm no sure If we can, <laughs> can re record this, uh, this moment, that'd be. <laughs> <laughs> that we'll well run it right
1: right after this. You know, not <laughs> um, but no, man. So, yeah, I would have Shire on there just because of what he did in the ECC tournament for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know Him and JJ, when it came to those ECC tournaments, man, they, they hit big threes. Um, so, they would be on my list. And then Treasure was my guy growing up, we were 21, because that was him. Um, you guys named all the other ones for me so I'll I'll keep it to them but uh, yeah let's get out of here Dre really appreciate you coming on Hope that so you're coming back.
2: Appreciate it. And appreciate you guys I mean, having me. We, we
1: didn't get that final four plus hit out of you, but we'll get it at some point. But,
2: uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to revisit uh, this no, during I'm the season. Not, never, never,
1: never. It's <laughs> so
2: hard. It. It's so hard to do.
1: No doubt. I <laughs> oh, <my laughs> appreciate you coming on, and I okay, can't let me see you see every time Boom, dude. Go Duke.
2: You. Let's
1: go, Duke. Go
4: Duke.